Hello, my friends. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so glad that you are here today. It's Trish Carr, and I'm here again with another episode of Be Real, Get Real with your Women's Prosperity Network community. And I'm so excited today. Am I not always so excited? First of all, it's Friday. Isn't that the best day of the week? I don't care if you're working tomorrow. I don't care if you're working Sunday. There's something about Friday that always feels good to me. So I'm giving you some of that Friday energy. And I am so excited because every Friday I get to be with you and to share with you an amazing person who's going to tell you all about herself. And what you're going to learn from her is how do you get through what you think you're not going to get through? And how do you live the purpose you were meant to live regardless of what you go through? So let me tell you a little bit about my guest today. Few people have had the life that this woman has had and have ended up where she is. And that's running a worldwide community dedicated to the empowerment of self and the empowerment of others. Sophia Soul is an amazing soul. She was born with a genetic disorder and underwent about 30 operations, not to mention she just had one these past few months. And she's been able to transform her life with the power of positive thought, self-esteem, and get this one, sound healing. Now, I've heard about sound healing before. I actually experienced it myself. And I want to really talk more about that because it was so healing. Now, all of this work over the years has brought Sophia to where she is now, and that's leading a global movement of love, growth, and connection through what's called our sacred community. Please help me welcome the fantastic Sophia Soul. <laughs> How are you doing, my friend? After that introduction, Trish, I'm doing really, really well. You are, and I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, Sophia is here from New South Wales in Australia, all the way on the other side of the world. And it's uh, two, 3 a.m. where she is right now. So this is a woman who's dedicated to making sure that we get the message out so that everybody knows what we're up to at Sacred You. And the whole idea of this broadcast is to meet the people behind the business, meet the people behind the leadership. Because honestly, we do business with people, right? We don't do business with business. So no. when we get to know the people, we get to know them. When you get to know them, you get to like them. And oh my gosh, I love Sophia. She's <laughs> awesome. And when I know her and love her like I do, I absolutely trust her and want to be a part of her amazing community. So Sophia, I'm so happy that you are here with us today. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. You Thank are you. so welcome. So when, you know, when I read your bio and I hear that you had a genetic disorder and you've had 30 or more operations. So I really would like to start there. So this genetic disorder that you have, when did it start manifesting? When did you see it? Was it right away or how did that go? Um, probably well, when I was really young, really, really, really young. Well, first of all, I was really ill uh, when I was about three um, and almost died. I think I had double uh, pneumonia. And so about three years old then. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. wow. So, so I didn't, I was pretty sick my whole childhood. Um, but the actual bone problem, I think it was about eight mm. um, when I had my first operation, my first major operation. And that was just because I was having a lot of pain um, and just, yeah, pain everywhere. And they discovered that I had lumps of cartilage on all my joints. Didn't know what it was, didn't know why, just lumps of cartilage because I grew up in what was then a small country town. Um, no genetic specialist, no nothing. There was an orthopedic surgeon and they just thought, oh, well, you've got these lumps of cartilage, we'll take them off. And they, which is fine, and then they grew back. So they of course off again, you know. And that was my whole growing up life. That was well, isn't that kind of like how it works? We're going to fix the symptom of whatever the problem is, but we're certainly not going to find out what the problem is. Yeah, like yeah, uh -huh. they didn't know. It wasn't until I was sick of I was twenty. I took myself to Brisbane, the capital city of Queensland, where I grew up, and went and saw a genetic specialist. And they and after lots of testing and all this type of stuff, they finally figured out. They finally realised what I had and stuff. So yeah, so that was. But all the operations were because they because I just kept getting these lumps of cartilage and a lot of pain. Had had a lot of problem moving, sleeping, uh, whatever it was. And so they took off the cut, took it all off, and then it would grow back over time. And where are you now with that? Oh, that's all over. So they that's figured out over. the root cause. They were able to deal with it. Yes. Yeah. And basically when I stopped growing, right, all the lumps of cartilage stopped growing. So I didn't have to have any more surgery. And I also made the decision that, that I'd have no more surgery too um, because it just, my body just had enough. You know, mm. you get to a stage where it's just, no, you just can't do any more. I... Um, I actually, what happened very quickly is in two different occurrences, I fell over, I fell downstairs um, and completely wrecked my knees, right, at two different occurrences. And I eventually, I went off to see an orthopedic surgeon and he said, you're too young, but you need two knee replacements. Um, there's nothing else you can do. Um but it was at that stage where my body just went into trauma. I could literally feel it going into trauma and just saying no more. There has to be another way. No more surgery, no more drugs. I was on high level of um, pharmaceutical drugs. Yes. High level opioids, um, uh, narcotics, and I just couldn't, my body couldn't take any more. So I just stopped. I, I literally, I, I went to India for four months. I detoxed. I did lots of yoga. I did lots of um, alternative, natural healing, natural mm -hmm. methods. Um, lots of yoga, lots of massages, lots and lots and lots of stuff. And um, no more surgery. That was just it. And I, so I was still in pain but I just, there was other ways and that's where I got into sound healing because so I. You found sound healing okay. as you were going through this journey? Yes, yes, because well, after I went to India, 
and did all the massages and acupressure and, acu and all the stuff that they do in India, which was incredible. Oh, my God, I came back totally, totally new. Um, I, I would still get in pain, right, because I have walking, I have uh, challenges in walking. And if I Well, walk clearly, my... if they told you you needed two knee replacements, yeah. I would think that would be an issue around walking. Yes, yes, yes. So I was still in pain, but I just refused to take drugs for it. Mm. Right. And I just said there has to be another way. So I came home and I tried all different things. You know, I tried acupressure. I tried Reiki. Oh, my God, Reiki is, is amazing. I tried all sorts of things. Um, and then one day I went to a – I wanted to do some breath work to release some childhood stuff. And the breath worker also did sound healing. And I discovered sound healing. So that was when my body just said, this is what I need. Amazing. Yeah. So that was it. So um, it, you were probably in your 20s or 30s at that point? Yes. 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 In my, in my 30s. So how did you keep going? Like, how did you, because I can't, I'm sure there was some, the emotional toll on you must have been so big. When, yes, thank you. So when I was growing up with all this surgery, and, and you know, Trish, I look different. I mean, I've, I, you know, I've accepted that. I'm only four foot something. Yes. Um, <laughs> you're, you're um, a, you come, small things come in good, big package. I mean, good things come in little packages. Yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I've never been higher than five foot. And I've shrunk. I've been shrinking, which is was causing some problems because my neck was compressing because I had arthritis all in my neck. So when when you're growing up in, in especially in school, unfortunately we live in a world today where anyone who's different, children and teenagers, they're not taught or they're not growing up with the skills of accepting anything that's different. And when you've got someone who's different, they don't know how to deal with this, right? Um, and we live in a world of bullying. Yes. So I was very, very, very bullied. And so, yes, that affected me emotionally. That's why I made a decision when I was 13 never to have children. Oh, my goodness. I, I That's a life-changing decision. Yeah, I still remember that, 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 that day. I would never have children. I would never put anyone else through what I went through, right? Especially on an emotional level. Physically, eventually you recover. I mean, but it, the body stores all trauma, all trauma in our cells. Um, so that's why we need to do a lot of work to release it and heal it and let it go. Um, but all through my growing up years, very, very much trauma, bullied, traumatized. Uh, bully, traumatized. So I developed, I, I had no self, self work. I developed a very bad stutter. I didn't even think I was worthy enough to speak. Oh, wow. And, you know, there were a couple of times when I had decided or tried to or thought that I'd be better off not being here. Oh. Um, the universe had other plans and that, that didn't work. And so it was just, through that, I mean, I'm really grateful because all that whole experience, I wouldn't be who I am now. 
I know. And, you know, one of my mantras is everything that's happened to me is the absolute best thing that can happen to me because it brought me here. So when I'm even going through it, that's my mantra. Mm. But I'm thinking, you know, you had been dealing with this since three years old. What was your who was supporting you? What was your community like? Were you being taken care of? Who was Um, taking care of you? Who was who was there for you? Well, my family and, you know, and, and my parents, but they could only do, well, they did the best that they could do. Right. Right. Um, you know, when ev- everyone, I, I really believe everyone does the best they can given the circumstances. Now, this is something totally new. Even though it was a genetic thing and even though my mother had the same disorder, she didn't know. She didn't have the bone problems. Right. Mm. We look very similar, but she never had the surgery like I did. As it got passed down, it gets worse. Mm. Um, and they, you know, and for ma- for ma- for males, if there was any males, well, any males who are born with this condition have a high chance of mental issues. Um, so you know, but they could only do what they could do. You know, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of family stuff going on too you know relationship stuff going on of course life goes on that's the other thing you know you want to be center of attention but that's not the case no no Mm. and you know and and my parents went through a divorce and everything else and I did the you know blame me for it um I blame myself for it and all that stuff um but it you know you you get to a stage where, you, well, for me, I got to a stage where I made a decision, you know, this is my life and I had a choice. I could either continue living my life as a victim and the poor me, why me, why not my sister, why, what did I do to deserve this um, type of thing, or I could take responsibility for my life and turn it around and make the best of it that I could. Um, so over time, I worked, I really worked on my self-esteem. I learned, I learned about, you know, self-esteem. I studied it. I went to self-esteem retreats, read everything that I could. Mm. I started to facilitate, teach um, workshops and retreats on self-esteem all because I needed it. I know. We always yeah. teach what we need to learn, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, and I worked on it every single day and I still do because it's an ongoing process. And if it wasn't for that, then I wouldn't be here. Um, I had to learn how to talk again. I mean, that was earlier because I I went to speech therapy because, like I said, I I had a fear of speaking. Right. And but just slowly turn that around and then eventually like I said I got got into sound healing and that changed my life tr- totally amazing totally. it's amazing it, it's it, for me thank you but for me it's it's all where my whole life has been guided by the universe really really has and I really believe that we can manifest what we want what we need um and i just put out to the universe whatever it is that i needed and the universe provides sometimes in different ways sometimes they're not the ways that i want or expect 
but I really believe that. And th beyond all of that, you've created this incredible global community. Tell us a little bit about the uh, sacred community. Sacred, sacred you. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. We're going to be here all day. No, very, tell, tell me, tell me, tell me, why do I want to know more about it? Why do you want to know more about it? Because you just got to come and join it. No. Um, okay. So we are a global community, mainly in Australia and the US, Canada at the moment. Um, Europe is slowly happening, but they're on a totally different time zone too. And, yes. <laughs> You'd have um, to be up 24 hours to cover everybody. Yes, yeah, <laughs> um, and we we just provide connection. You know, so many people. Connection is such a human need. It's one of our six greatest needs is to connect. We used to sit around, you know, in villages, at gatherings, and communities, and connect. So we provide opportunities for people to connect, to connect to themselves, to connect to other heart-centered people, to connect with their purpose, their passion to connect with um, clients and customers if they have businesses and also opportunities to um, contribute. Con mm. Contribution is another human need. Yes. Right? So to, con 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 to contribute to the, the growth or the, he the, the healing, the growth of the planet, you know, of other people. So if anyone has a business or a passion in any of the holistic the spiritual the well-being fields then we have an opportunity for that to happen through our mainly through our special interest tribes we have 30 um, special interest tribes on all different top uh, topics in those fields from human design to self-esteem to um, uh, we've got a bewitching tribe that covers astrology all sorts of things, so many different things. Our, our new one is feng, feng Shui. We've got business tribes too. Oh, Feng Shui, I love it. <laughs> business tribes, Feng Shui tribes, I mean, everything. And everything. if I go to sacredyou.love, that's where I can learn more? Yes, yes, sacredyou.love, and then under our tribes, you'll see all, all our special interest tribes. So that provides an opportunity for people to connect all over the world on a special interest. I love that. And so you know what we find? We find that everybody's the same. And we may have differences in our daily lives, but we all have the same needs, the same wants, the same important to be loved and to give love and to contribute. That's yes. wonderful. And I know you have an event coming up very soon. Oh, my God, yes. Tell us about Harmony well, Fest. I am so excited. It's only four days away. I am so, so, so excited. So Harmony Fest is in four days. It's a four-day experience, spiritual, holistic, and well-being experience. Oh, my God. And uh, now part of Harmony Fest, we have online readers. We've got 14 online readers from all over the world coming on you know tarot and astrology and channeling um we also have human design readers we've got an akashic record reader so 14 readers we have 23 i think master classes again on all different topics in those in those fields plus we have virtual stall holders 24 i think anyway 
uh, virtual stallholders who over those four days will be doing presentations for we've got 12 hours from 6 a.m to 6 p.m australian time which i think it's about 12 to 12 pacific 12, mm -hmm. 12 noon to, to 12 midnight so it doesn't mean that people have to be there all day but whatever time you can just pop into the sacred you facebook group um so i think it's facebook dot, you know slash groups slash sacred you dot, dot love but you come in and they're that everyone is presenting their gifts their passion and that's all free you can register for free the online readers and the master classes some of them are free the master classes some of them are free some of them have a charge to it the online readers have a charge to it but a lot of people are giving discounts just for harmony fest oh my god i am so excited i'm really actually honored trish to be able to bring this to the world um and so looking forward to our next one next year yes it's becoming an annual event and i just put the facebook group in the comments as well as uh, harmony fest info you just go to sacredyou.love and the information is there yes. it's coming up um in october so make sure yes. you definitely check it Four out days. and if you're watching this and it's june go to the website and get ready for next october yes. for sure and yes. really it is four days so the thing is that sacred sacred you is opening up the door for you to come in consider it like an open house you come in and you visit for a little while you leave you can come in again the next day for a little while and leave you come whenever it's convenient for you and you'll have the opportunity to hear from really experts from all over the world and you'll have the opportunity for readings in many different areas yes. i imagine you'll have some kind of sound healing person there right yes yes <laughs> yes. Yes. yes there is yeah yeah absolutely and so wonderful yeah no. that is so wonderful and you know sophia it doesn't stop because while you have handled the genetic issue and now that's you know your life goes on just this year, you dealt with another issue that happened that you found out of, you know, again, you always hear these, I went to a regular exam or I hurt myself and they found something. So you hurt your shoulder, you went to the doctor and what happened? <laughs> and they found a brain tumor. <laughs> and they I mean, found it and she's laugh laughing that. about it. They you found a brain tumor. That. She's cracking up. I remember, <laughs> I remember being in hospital because I, I smashed my shoulder okay, with my body. Right. Once I stopped growing really, really quickly, my joints started to break down. Okay. So I've got osteoporosis everywhere. My all my joints are pretty well, uh, all, all my bones are, you know, pretty well uh that thin. Anyway, I fell over and broke my shoulder, smashed my shoulder, and whilst I was in there, they decided to do a head a brain uh, not a brain scan, a CT scan of my head in case of something because they said, Did you hit your head? And I said, well, I think so. And they found this brain tumor. And I just remember laying in hospital, still hadn't had the surgery from the shoulder. That took four days because they, it, they, was, they were so busy. Um, and they came in, oh, we, we found this thing. You're going to have to have brain surgery. Oh, really? <laughs> uh, yeah. So it was, it was a tumor that they found that um, inside my ventricle that was, it, it was benign. It wasn't cancerous or anything like that. They they knew that straight away but it was pretty big 
And uh, it was stopping the natural flow of your body. So eventually it would have caused you to not be here anymore. Yeah, a lot of problems. And yeah. If it, if it grows any bigger, there's, there's a high chance of having major, major issues. Um, and so, yeah, so they found that. And like I said, I mean, it's amazing what happens. And I, if I could say really, really quickly, Trish, if we've got time, I mean, I really believe that I manifested it. And I and I did think about if I said, well, if I manifested it, I can unmanifest it. But I still decided to have the surgery because I knew I wasn't in the situation to to heal it in the time that it needed, because mm -hmm. um, it needed to be healed reasonably quickly. Yes. Um, and I, because that's what I believe. You know, all these things happen to us for a reason. Right now, over the last two years in building this community, as you would know, what what it took you to build, you know, uh, the Women's Prosperity Network, you put yourself under a lot of pressure. Yes. And that's what I went through. I went through two years um, during COVID and whatever of a lot of pressure, intense stuff. Now, that was my doing. Yeah, and it was like, self-imposed for sure. Exactly. Yeah. So I put myself under a lot of pressure. And so I really believe that I manifested a lot of pressure inside my brain because it was mental pressure. Um, and I know that if even though I chose to have it removed surgically, if I don't learn that lesson, mm -hmm. it's just going to come back again. Exactly. So, you know, that's, that's, that's the thing. So now I have an opportunity to change that and let go of that pressure. So what do I do? I develop harmony test. <laughs> Extreme pressure. Uh, but you have fun. You've got to have fun. Oh, I'm so glad you're well. I love your new hair. You know, once you had the little, I, if you go back on Facebook, you'll see Sophia even shared her, here's my scar and all that stuff. Meanwhile, I don't want to even show you my grays in the corner. You're showing your scars. So, yes, I love your new hair. It looks great on you. I'm so, so thrilled for you because all that pressure and all of the work that you've done in the last year has resulted in a community that's thriving, that works, that connects. And knowing that we live in a world where the greatest issue right now is looking like it's loneliness, yes. that people are so isolated. Yes. This community is a beautiful way for people to come together on common ground, to enjoy each other, to get to know each other for fun, for self-care, right? Those are ways you take care of yourself by connecting with other people. So I really urge all of you to be sure to go and find out more at sacredyou.love. And join us at Harmony Fest in the next couple of weeks. And Sophia Soul, you are a, a light, <laughs> truly a light. And you have the absolute perfect name because your soul is full of beautiful light for all of us. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us today, Sophia. Thank you. Appreciate you so much. Thank Appreciate you. you so much. 
And I appreciate all of you. Thank you so much for being with us again this week. And we will see you next time. Be sure to uh, go to womensprosperitynetwork.com. If you're not yet a member, you can become a member for F-R-E-E. So if you're a member in the Facebook group, we love you. Now come and join us at womensprosperitynetwork.com. Get your free membership started. And it will be my pleasure to see you again next time for another episode of Be Real, Get Real with Women's Prosperity Network. Thank you again, Sophia. Everybody have Thank a wonderful you, day. Yes, I do join. Yes, yes. Yes, yes, it's um, beautiful, truly. The best, one of the best things I've done. WPN, the Women's Prosperity Network. I so much, so much.